they're just like screaming at me, jump, 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 because you know he's got stuff to do, and he's like, jump right there, and I was just like, ah. So I went. Felt like I was underwater for like 40 seconds. I thought I was dying. I was convinced like this is it. I'm gonna die like you know like I'll be immortalizing quick trip forever, like right. quick trip death. But um, it was more dramatic than it probably should have been or it would have been for anyone else. But in my head, I was like, I just died. You're listening to The Quick Cast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into The Quick Cast, the official podcast of Quick Trip. My name is Chris Calloway with the Quick Trip Marketing Department. And I'm joined today by Packers fan extraordinaire, Matt Ramage. Matt, how are you doing on this fine day? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be on The Quick Cast. I was telling someone today at work, I was like, you had Charlie Barron's, you know, you had like uh, Ryan, you, you had like all of Wisconsin, like, now you're scraping the barrel and you got to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad it, to be on. We'll get to more of it. But after Sunday night, I was like, I just need to talk to somebody about this game and, you know, talk about the season. So we'll get to more of that. But uh, my my introduction of you there, I don't think quite does it justice. Uh, Packer fan extraordinaire. How do you kind of explain to people kind of what you do and, and what you've built, you know, as a fan of the Green Bay Packers? Well, like I when like I started, I didn't expect like anything. I was just doing like just messing around. Um, like I, I, I think it kind of started on Instagram where I was just making memes. I wasn't like making videos or nothing. And then I started making the videos and I started to meet like other podcasters because I, I wasn't really I still don't consider myself a podcaster mm-hmm. like. Uh, like the people who do it, like they do it good and like people learn from them. I just kind of like drink beer, talk about the Packers, like like a f- regular fan. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, 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 don't, I actually don't know how it got to the, the level that, that it has. Not that I'm like end all be all, but to even go to where I was, to where I am, I don't know how it happened because I was like really just, just playing around, just talking Packers like on Twitter and all the places and then it kind of just took off a little bit. Yeah, and Let's rewind it a little bit. Sort of like before social media was a thing, and before you could connect with, you know, so many other fans so easily online. Um, what was your fandom like? Um, you know, kind of growing up, the Packers started to get good as you know Brett Favre came to town. But kind of what was your your fandom of of the Green and Yellow like? Like at, as a kid, my 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 best friend and my neighbor was a Bears fan, and I lived in Fond du Lac back then. And like he wasn't like allowed to come into our house on Sunday. Like it was a thing. The Bears were good then, and it was like always a joke. Um, but like we had big parties for Packer games. All my uncles and all my cousins. Like we, our house was like the spot. Like I grew up in like a big Packer fan. Like I was grown. They always like joke about you know all the kids get taken home in Packer gear. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's just what it was. But then uh, like when when the you know the Packers were like bad like forever. Right. And then. When they started doing good, I was like a teenager. I was like, I was having a lot of fun back then. I was partying. So sure. I wasn't really like as focused on the Packers like during that 96 Super Bowl. Like I was a big fan or whatever, but I wasn't really, you know, I, I was doing other things. But uh, I, but I, I remember like when they won, like how, how important it was. Like we drove around Green Bay. Everyone was driving around. Like the, it was just rocking. It was like the most insane thing. And uh, that's like really what I remember from that Super Bowl is like after just like, it was wild sure and then you know that kind of that brett Favre area era obviously transitions into the the aaron Rodgers era and i think that's sort of when social media started to take off too you know on first i'm sure it was internet forums and you know kind of the early days of twitter and then 
you build in some audio and video and then all of a sudden you have a spare room in your house with a microphone and a camera <laughs> set up and you're talking to Packer players, right? Yeah, that, 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 that's kind of how it was because like I used to make videos on Vine, but they weren't mm -hmm. Packer related. I was kind of messing around with social media. I, I was on MySpace though first. So. Sure. <laughs> but like, yeah, Twitter was, was kind of like what started with talking to Packer people. Um, like it was just like a, a cool thing. It was like right before, I think it was 2000, like nine ish or whatever I got on 2010. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there's people I've met back then that I still talk to every day today. Well, one for sure. But, um, that, that, that is kind of like how it all started, but I was like off and on, on, on Twitter. Um, but yeah, then after like the video stuff started, like on Instagram, when I started doing the videos there, I'm like, haha, Clint Dix. Sure. We, we started doing that with, uh, I just made a video out of his story. Like he was talking to a cleat. We used to do a cleat phone things, mm -hmm. cleat, whatever. And um, that that all just started because I just used one of his videos and made like a joking video. He followed me. He was like, I like that. And then he would start sending me stories, just, <laughs> just little clips of him saying this or that, like after practice. And then I would make it into a video. It was really cool. But I think it like put a jinx because uh, he got traded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not too far after that. I think he wore an enemy jersey for a while. Yeah, but, but he, he did retire he was, as a Packer. He was he was really cool because he came to my house for a podcast. Wow! And like I wasn't even it was my first episode. Well, I did sure. I, I did like one before that, like a little short season where I was trying it out and I wasn't really good. I wasn't prepared, so then I quit. Then I kind of like restarted. But he, he came to my house and I was like, "You don't got to come to my house. We can do it over phone." Because back then that's all I was doing. I didn't really have video. Um, I had like a little camera I set up because he came over, but like some, sure, some flip cam. But like yeah, he I told him like. We can do it over over the phone, whatever. He's like, no, I'm coming to your house. And it was way out of his way because he was cleaning up his house in Green Bay or whatever sure. uh, personal stuff he had. And then he was going to Milwaukee to get on that flight. But so he had to come. Like, I, I live north of Green Bay. We came all the way up here, did it. I was so nervous. But um, he he was so cool. Like, I, that's what I like, Haha, Clint Dix, I love forever. And you're, you're telling the family, hey, don't bother me. I got a Packer player coming over. That's yeah, it was gotta a be big a little thing. surreal, right? Be because I live in a really small town, like four thousand people. So like the whole uh -huh. town was talking about it. Like, ah, Clint <laughs> Dix is in this town. I don't think he stopped anywhere, but uh, like everyone knew about it. Like people, like my son, you know, that they, they were in sports, and like people were like, how did that happen? Like why is Ah Clint Dix at your house? Right. And I was like, yeah. oh, I, I I talk to people on the internet sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that, that you kind of explain it like that but that, that doesn't quite do it justice uh i counted it up you're at almost uh 300 followers across social media um the biggest one is is tiktok how is that kind of taken off and you know using the video and putting your face out there um you know how, how has that helped build your brand well tiktok is kind of like how i used to do with vine when i sure. when i was on vine i didn't talk about football I got goofy eyes. I can make them do even goofier things. And I figured that out. So like on Vine, I would make like little six second jokes. Some of them were a little rough back then. Sure. But um, at, after that passed, then I, I moved on to the Packers stuff. But every now and again, I would still do the, if I think of a, something that I think is funny and I would do it. But then when TikTok happened, I was like, I'm just going to post a video of like one of my old videos on there. And then it did like really good numbers. So I was like, oh, I'm going to post another one. So I'm just like going through all these old videos and I just start posting them. And then I got like over 100,000 followers from it. Like some videos have like 5 million views. And it's funny because like you could put like all energy into a podcast, have good guests, like have players once in a while and do all that. And like not many people see it. But I make like a stupid video in my truck talking about my eyes, you know, some weird way. 
and they get five million views. <laughs> it, it TikTok is a wild beast. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all the production value in the world doesn't match you holding a cell phone up to your face yeah, in a truck. If, if if I post a video about the Packers on TikTok, like I, no one cares. They're like, do the eye thing. <laughs> no one cares what your opinion on Aaron Rodgers. Do the eye thing. Sure. <laughs> You know, I, I want to bring up the I. You know, that's the first thing that you put in your Twitter bio. You list yourself as that cross-eyed Packers guy. And you're very, like, humble and, and, and self-deprecating about it. But, like, it's not something you've ever shied away from. It's just it's part of who you are and who you're brand. And you, you accept it. And I know I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, like, early on in life, it, like, wasn't always that way. But then, sure. like, I think, I, n- n- not to get all serious, but, like, at some point, you're like, hey, they're trashing you, you know, everyone, you know, when, you know, kids are. So I was like, I'll just make fun of myself. If I make fun of it, like they can't make fun of it. I'm making fun of it. Like I always tell people that when people, even like bear fans, you know, we get at it and they're like, oh, you know, you're messed up. I, I'm like, dude, I make fun of my own eye. The only difference is my jokes are funny. So I always try to be, you gotta be a little bit funnier than the people who are trying to sure. use it to like tear you down. But no, I, I, I just think that, you know, you, you know, life is short. I don't know. You just, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't take it that serious. I can laugh mm-hmm. at myself. <laughs> sure. And, you know, I got to admit, that's, you know, one of the first reasons I, I discovered you uh, online. You know, you, you, there's so many people that do different things and, you know, there's different reasons uh, people stand out. And so if, if it was that, uh, secondly, it was your love of quick trip mac and cheese, which we will certainly get into. And then, you know, you start to see, it's like, oh, that guy's talking to Preston Smith. Like this guy is, is legit and knows what he's talking about. So, you know, kudos to you to be able to, you know, kind of take it all, build it into a place where you're talking to, you know, some of the best players in the league. Yeah. Well, like for the players, like a lot of it is like, they just started following me slowly. Like ha ha Clint sure. had a huge part of that. And then, so I just started DMing all of them. A lot of times that, you know, I'd be drinking at, at home and I'd be like, you know, on the internet. And then I just like, I should DM Every Packer player asking to come on my podcast, and if you do that, you know some of them will will say yeah, and especially sure. since like a lot of them would like if they got drafted, I'd, I'd message usually the players, you know, welcome mm-hmm. to the Packers. Most of them don't see it, some do, but if they look at my profile, they see oh Aaron Jones follows them, so you know it kind of shows that sure this person well, that person. Cred. So then they might say oh he must be cool. So then it, it, they just kind of follow. So like, uh-huh. and then I've been able to like with like. Just, build relationships i wouldn't say relationships because it's not like you know like preston smith we went bowling but it's not like we're best pals but he's cool to me um i got to go bowling with him he he came on my podcast and he doesn't do podcasts sure like ever any and he broke the story like when he got his um contract with the packers as he was being told he was walking to his car he was in the airport he was just coming home and someone stole his car like (laughs) as he was like they're like hey you need to get to green bay right away you got your contract and then um, he's like, yeah, someone stole my car from the airport. <laughs> I, I thought that, like, that wasn't to get taken off and go on ESPN and everything. I was like, I got a breaking story here, but no one cared <laughs> or no one saw it. <laughs> well, I think of kind of what you're explaining there is the the accessibility of players on social media, you know, for good or bad. And the players are, you know, that much more connected to the fans these days. And I think you're sort of a, a, a middleman, kind of a conduit that, you know, you're basically capitalizing on your fandom to be able to talk to these players so like other fans can be that much closer to the players you know you get the canned responses and in press conferences and and stuff like that but you know you talking to them as a fan you don't need to pretend to be a journalist you know you can just talk to them and you know be wearing that green and gold right on your head as you do it right 
Yeah, that, that that's the thing. Like, what I always try to do is ask questions like the media wouldn't ask because, sure. like, <clears throat> like everyone, you know, they you can see them answer all these questions. So, like, I try to ask them like, like how when do you start playing football? Like, who's your favorite team growing up? Who's your favorite player? Like, you know, stuff like that. Some of it's cornball stuff, but it's like uh, I I think just fun stuff that that people might not know about them, you know? Because like, I all the players that I've met, like I've only I've never met one that was like. Where I'm like, oh, that guy was kind of whatever. Like sure. they've all, they're all just normal. They all treat you like the same, you know. Like they're just, they're all pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Me, I mean, I, I know you've got to meet him, but like, you know, I got to spend some time with Rashawn Gary, and like yeah. when he got hurt, like I hurt, like because I was like, that's my dude. Like, yeah, I, I know him. I, you know, I spent an hour with him, maybe, but like, I really like care about that guy, and it, it's 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 a weird interaction that you know they give you a little bit of that their time and like you're hooked for life yeah like when you like get even if you don't know him even if like you met him even if you just saw him at, at the mall maybe you said hi or got a picture like doesn't matter like you will root for that person like forever mm -hmm. like not just like on on the field like you want him to do good in life like it's just um i don't know and, and rashawn gary is just so nice yeah like, i sat there and i had like a five minute conversation with him while we were waiting like in between takes and i was like this dude is like so awesome he's just, he was yeah. just so nice and normal down to earth and he's so like mild mannered and then he's you know ripping people's heads off yeah as you know one of the best edge rushers in the league so. i think that's wild with players like like even kenny clark very quiet sure. um but like he's just an animal <laughs> a monster right so the the idea of you know being able to to interact with these guys and kind of the whole Packer Twitterverse, you know, call it kind of the, the people that are, you know, big online fans. Do you think that's unique to Green Bay and kind of the the community that 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 Green Bay is and how it's sort of different than really any other pro sports franchise here in America? Um, I, I'm not sure. Like on Twitter, I don't notice any other like fan bases. Sure. Like interacting, like having because like Kenny Clark is on a lot of different podcasts. And, like there's mm -hmm. certain players that they go and it doesn't matter like big podcasts little podcasts like they'll do it i'm not sure that other teams they have players doing that like i, I feel like the 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 packers like how close they are like in the community and like they do so much stuff people never even hear about there's fans everywhere when they're coming into work leaving work i think i feel like they're more comfortable with them because i don't i'm not sure if if it's more because i don't pay attention to other fan bases sure but uh it, it seems like it for sure so how about Green Bay in general? Like having been there on days where there's not a Packer game, it's just, it's so different. You know, it's really only what eight to 12 days out of the year that that place really just lights up with a hundred thousand people. Plus, I mean, how do you kind of describe, you know, the idea that this, this is just like a neighborhood that all of a sudden there's, you know, one of the coolest stadiums in the world that just happens to be around the corner. I, I, I always talk about it. Like, um, like Lambeau Field, like on, on a regular day and like on, on, a, on a Tuesday, it's like a park. Because sure. like people come there, like if you hang out in the parking lot, which I've done, like I, I've, I'm trying to make videos and like wait for people to pass. And people will just roll in the parking lot, take a picture, jump back in their car and take off. So it's mm -hmm. like, it, it. besides like it's a business because there's restaurants, there's a pro shop there. Besides that, it, I, I would say it's like a park because people like to be around it, just doing stuff around it. But yeah, it, it's nothing like it. Like you right. can, you can walk up to the statues. Like a lot of times, there's nobody there. You can say it's just uh, the pro shop traffic is usually pretty steady. But yeah, it, it, it's totally, totally a different beast. 
Yeah, and definitely, definitely unique in that regard. And I think it's, it's just, just fun to be around. Like I right? like going out. Like if, if I go to the pro shop, I never just go to the pro shop and then leave. And it's like nothing. Like you gotta like try to take a few pictures, like look around. Like I usually walk around, just kind of you know hang out. Like you, you can just walk in the atrium, just kind of yeah. like just mose around. Like I mean, you can't go everywhere. You can't walk into like Goody's office and <laughs> <laughs> say I have a few ideas. <laughs> right. Although you know sometimes with that ownership uh certificate i have i feel like i might have the right to, yeah but. i'll bring it with rip it off the <laughs> wall throw it on the table i got <laughs> we need help in our secondary and this yeah, is why i am qualified certificate to talk. tells you that i can talk <laughs> right so um so let's talk about making those videos uh, you know one of the other things that we noticed you about was you know you're eating mac and cheese in the uh <laughs> in the um, front seat of your truck and i we were talking about it and I think you kind of were able to bridge the, the 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 kind of the epitome of being a fan into a ambassador of, of what we do here at Quick Trip. And I don't know if you ever thought that you'd like be officially a partner, but I mean, it it started from a place of just genuine, like, hey, I love their stuff, and you know we were able to take notice and, and kind of build a partnership with you and, and we, we love doing it, but kind of where does that, where does that kind of idea of that? I need to tell people how good this Mac and cheese is come from. <laughs> like I, I'm a huge fan of macaroni and cheese and it's, it's like been a joke. My, like my whole life, my mom, sure. and I can just throw Mac and cheese in his face. Like he'll never ask for anything else. But, uh, so like, I, I, I just love it. And then I went to quick trip and I was like, this macaroni and cheese is so good. And it's always just there. Like I just said, like you don't have to wait, you don't have to, you just walk in, grab it, and leave, and you're, you're good. And uh, so like I, I made a video about it, and mm -hmm. it was just like messing around. I remember people saying like they're never gonna sponsor you. Like people commented on this on the, on sure. the video, they're never gonna sponsor you. But I remember one lady said, I know the family who you know who owns it. Um, she's like, I'm gonna send this to them, and I was like, oh, that's that's awesome. Like I don't know if it was a real comment or whatever, but someone said it, and I remember thinking like, oh, that. That would be awesome. And then I, you know, I was making some videos, but I, I think I actually emailed someone too at some point, and they sure. said, I said, hey, have you ever would like to do a sponsorship or whatever? And they were like, I think it was like not at this time. I don't know when that was, so that could have been before mm -hmm. that. But um, but then I got you know linked up with a with an agency, and he said he's like, what's the one thing that you know your dream scenario? And I was like, Quick Trip. I was like, I I would, I would love to be a part of Quick Trip. Plus, like just like the the videos like the social media that was already happening that they were doing i just thought it was so funny ever like even how, how she does it I, I i just think that she's hilarious so like i mm -hmm. was like and then obviously everyone else that quick trip has it's all you know good people so i was like i i definitely want to be part of that yeah and i mean like i said your passion came from a very genuine place and uh we're happy that it, it, it turned into a kind of a cool partnership here so since you're such a big fan if i were to give you let's say 50 bucks and say, you got to walk into quick trip and build your perfect meal. What are you bringing home for the dinner table that night? Uh, I'm probably bringing, um, chicken. Okay. No matter what, lots of macaroni and cheese. Sure. Um, probably a few pizzas for later. <laughs> Cause like, usually like I, I do go to quick trip and spend 50 bucks at a shot. Like we're coming <laughs> home. Like many times we coming home, like we're at, family or doing whatever sure we'll go like let's go to quick trip but like when you get in there you make bad decisions sometimes <laughs> you just start grabbing like all the stuff that maybe you shouldn't eat all of that but yeah sure. i 
I think it would be full of uh, chicken, macaroni and cheese, um, pizza, and probably donuts for the next day because that's where you really get it when you go to the checkout. You load up for the next day. Sure. Um, chocolate milk is a Brown must. cap or green cap? I'm a little bit colorblind, but I like the one. <laughs> okay, it's funny because people always talk about it. I see the memes, but I like I don't know which one is which, but um, I like the not 1%. Okay. The fully the diesel as we yeah, like that's, refer to it. Yeah, I, I want I want I want all the good stuff in there. Very cool. <laughs> so you know, now that you I don't know, like for lack of better terms, become more official and you're you you got spo- some sponsors and you got some some street cred, you've got to do some some pretty darn cool things, you know, especially as I look over your past year. Um all of a sudden, watching Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime, there you are. <laughs> How did that come to happen? Um, yeah, like they, they, um, my guy Brent, like, yeah. hooked it up. He, he said, Hey, you want to go to the game? And I didn't know what it was going to be, like, exactly. I, he said, It's going to be like some cool stuff. And I was like, All right. So I asked my, my son, I actually asked a few people, like my wife, and I, you guys want to go? And they're like, No. So my son went, and we didn't really know because I didn't want to have high expectations. Like, whenever I go to anything, I don't want to be like, Oh, it's going to be whatever. I just like, like it is like let, let's see what happens i don't really ask too many questions got it especially if someone says hey you're going to the game for free sure i don't ask questions but um yeah and then after we got there we just realized like it was a nice hotel we we're in and then like all this official there's night football stuff and like we got a bag and then they start like talking about what's going to happen like donald driver and like or not donald driver uh antonio freeman mm-hmm. was going to be there it was like just like the crazy thing and next thing you know like we're on the field i've never been on the field like uh before a game like i have like not actually i've never been on the field because even like during when you're down there even with quick trip can't right. touch the grass exactly but when they said hey come out here we're gonna take a picture we were like what we're like dancing around because we're touching the grass yeah and um then they're like don't go past this point but it was <laughs> it was the most crazy thing that we got a moment because they're trying to get everyone ready for the picture we're like taking videos i'm i'm, I'm messing around recording players it, it, it was just like the most awesome thing and then you know yeah. like, watching the game in the club clubhouse whatever they call it that, that that's you know it's funny because like nobody recognized me up there i was like these are not my people sure <laughs> these are the rich people <laughs> not that you know but like my people are out there on the in the stands but it's awesome up there because it was like you know the bathrooms are right there beers close sure. i like it i don't know like, it, it was amazing and like i don't even know how that even happened <laughs> right and another thing that uh we were happy to have you a part of that was sort of tough to describe to some people until you actually got there was uh, the Red Bull Flugtag this summer. You know, telling people, hey, we're going to go push this thing into, into Lake Michigan. And they're like, okay, that seems kind of weird. But, uh, you know, how did you, how did you explain that to people? And kind of what do you think of that, that whole event, the way it went down? Like b- beforehand, like I didn't really know. And I was kind of telling people like, yeah, we're pushing something into the water. You know, I, I don't really know. But then I was like, I should like Google this. Like this is like a big thing. Cause I found out someone said, Hey, that's a big thing that, you mm-hmm. know, that they do, they travel the world or whatever. So I, 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 I Googled, I ended up on YouTube and I was like, Oh, this is something else. And then, um, so I, I was pretty excited, but I really didn't know like sure. what was going to happen. But when we got there, cause we were like, cause they're like, are you jumping in the water? That's like the first thing all of us were talking about. And that was like the plan at first, like we're all going in the water. Then mm-hmm. I get there. They're like, I'm not going in the water. And I was like, well, they're not going to the water. I'm not going to water. It was like an easy out. I'm like, I'm not going. Right. Then, like, as I I was there, I was like, man, that's the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like, I, I'm not 
afraid of heights, but I don't like heights. Like I, I don't like usually. No, I, I can go up heights, just not close to the edge. And and I'm not really good at swimming. And now I'm gonna jump off a cliff into the water. And um, I told the guy I was gonna do it, like, cause they asked, "Are you guys jumping?" And I was like, "Yeah." Everyone else was like, "No." And then so like after you know she went off and we pushed uh-huh. it. They're just like screaming at me, jump, jump, jump. Cause you know, he's got stuff to do. And he's like, jump right there. And I was just like, ah. So I went. Felt like I was underwater for like 40 seconds. I thought I was dying. I was convinced, like, this is it. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna die like you know, like I'll be immortalized in quick trip forever. Be right. like quick trip death. But um, then I, I popped up out of the water. There's a guy like in a ski do, like uh-huh. grab on and like that face that the, there's a picture of me, like it looks like I'm drowning. Like I really was. I was just dead there. But uh, we survived. Plus, I was wearing jeans. It was so heavy after I got sure. out. I was like, and I was, I don't know. It was more dramatic than it probably should have been or it would have been for anyone else. But in my head, I was like, I just died. But it was and we awesome. were one of the first ones to go, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we were first. So you didn't really get to see a bunch of other teams and how they did it. But, yeah. I mean, kudos to you, just going full send. and uh, Yeah, take right advantage. Lake, I, right? I try not to say no too much unless it's going to, like, something bad. But, like, I... <laughs> You know, stuff, stuff like that. I got, you know, and, and it's all about content. You know, I right. got content. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got you got pictures, you got video, and we're still talking about it, what, six months later? Yeah. So it was pretty cool. So um, let's pivot then to the Packers and uh, kind of what we've seen here over the past few weeks. Um, where were you at when the team was four and eight? Oh, like, I think, like, I'm the most optimistic fan mm-hmm. ever. Like, that's kind of what I'm knowing. Some people hate me because of it. But, like, I was like, it's, it's done. It's a wrap. Sure. Like, like, yeah, mathematically, because I always say it, mathematically they can, and I try to fight for it. But I was like, no, this is done. Like, there's, because the thing is, at that point, there was no reason to think. Like, you can go on a slump, but, like, you're showing, like, oh, you almost got it. Like, there was no, there was no reason to think that they're going to go on some crazy run. Like, I was just like, damn, this season's a wrap. But which is not fun because when you podcast about the Packers, right? Like, and I talk a lot of trash. It's not easy talking trash when you're four and eight. <laughs> Content is more fun when you're winning, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, is there, a, is there a game where you were all the way back in? Was it when Keyshawn Nixon took that to the house? I mean, were you, were you all in going into to Sunday night against the Lions? Oh, yeah, dude, I was all in for sure. Like, I don't know like, when I started believing, but, like, I just knew that they had to keep winning. So it was, like, mm-hmm. every week, just win, win, win. And then there was reasons to think, well, maybe they can do this because, you know, the defense was doing his thing. They had a little bit of special teams. Barry Rogers wasn't returning kicks anymore. Um, you know, they they were popping off a little bit. So, yeah, you had reason to believe that. Hey, maybe – because I always say that getting the playoffs, if you get hot, like, there's a lot of teams that you weren't supposed to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and and they did. But uh, going to the Lions game, I was confident. But I, I, I also knew that the Lions, they're, they're dogs. Like, they're yeah. <laughs> they're fighters. They got good coaching over there. They're riled up. They're ready to, you know, change that culture. Uh, like, so like, I knew it wouldn't be easy, even though they were already eliminated from the playoffs. I knew that sure. they were going to try to, like, spoil it. And they did. And, like, as a Packer fan, like, we've we felt this before. Like, Yeah. And Jamal <laughs> Williams, like, Love that dude. Yeah. And just for him to just tear a heart out was was tough. Yeah. But how do you kind of describe the past 10 years? Like, you know, obviously the Super Bowl seems farther and farther away. You know, back in, what was it, February of 2011. 
you know, it's 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 been a while since you know the Packers were there. I mean, just big game after big game, just not going in the Packers' favor. Kind of how do you how do you think we're gonna look back on you know everything since Super Bowl forty five? It's like almost like there right. is so many almost like because everyone always says like they make fun of the Packers because you know thirty years or whatever Hall of Fame quarterbacks only two Super Bowls, but like like these like after. With Favre, I don't, I don't remember ever thinking like, oh, they should have went that year. I mean, there sure. was a few like there's the, the Giants for sure, but like in this Aaron Rodgers time, like I felt like there was like three that should have been, and they right. were just fluky stuff. The defense collapsed. The Larry Fitzgerald over there. There's, oh. there's so many like games that just like if like the Seahawks game, if like thirteen things, if one of them don't happen, <laughs> then you know every, everything's different. And so, like, but it's like every year, like, they find ways. Like, they can't have the offense playing good and the defense. It's got to be one or the other. Special teams always got to spice it up with, like, fumbling or blocked punts or some craziness. There's always, there was always, they, like, found ways to, like, just not be Super Bowl champions again. And it's funny. It just sort of dawned on me that, like, it's just names that just that just hurt a little bit. You know, it's like whether it's Brandon Bostick or Jermaine Curse, it's yeah. it's Larry Fitzgerald, like you said, Scotty Miller. Like all these names are just like daggers into into the heart over the last year. And uh, I, I don't know what's what's going to happen next. Uh, you know, I was walking out of Lambeau on Sunday night just with this feeling like I don't I don't know what's going to happen here. And we were listening to Aaron Rodgers the post game show, and it's like. You know that, that he's very introspective and he's very you know reflective a, a lot of times, but this time, I don't know. It felt different, <laughs> and you know I, I want to see Jordan Love as much as anybody, but I also, you know, Aaron Rodgers is 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 who he is and is you know obviously one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time, and so I'm conflicted. I don't know which way this is going to go. I don't know if the front office is going to be able to work some magic to make the salary caps all. You know, work for the next couple of years, but like, are are you like me? Like, I I don't know what's happening next. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like, I think that Aaron Rodgers is is either going to play for the Packers or he'll retire. Okay. I don't think he'll be traded. It's like a lot of people, you know, they want to phase and go to the Raiders, but like, there's a no trade clause, so he has to agree to the trade. Mm-hmm. So he he'd probably agree to play. So maybe the Packers don't want to trade. I don't think that they'd even have that conversation. I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers wants to. He talks about legacy. Mm-hmm. I think he's seen, like, this is my personal opinion on it. He's seen what Brett Favre did and how he was, like, so loved. Like, I always say, at, at Brett Favre's peak, he's probably one of the most loved person in sports history. Um, He was just, everyone loved him. I mean, not, you know, whatever. But, uh, at his peak. but like, I think Rodgers, like, saw that. And, like, I want to play for the same team. Like, I, I mm-hmm. just, I, I think he, if he could help it. Like, there was times I'm sure that they weren't sure. But I think he would rather retire. I think first of all, I think he's good with retirement. Like I think sure. if, if if he chose that, I think he'd be at peace with it. He seems like you know, first of all, he's got a ton of money to go do whatever he wants. And if he wants to host a Jeopardy or a different show, or he wants, he can really do whatever he wants. He's just he's like he's got the rest of his life just to be whatever he wants to be. So I think if he's not feeling it, I think he will. But I I want him to come back. He's why wouldn't you want to have a Hall of Fame quarterback? Man? I mean, For sure. there's the, the salary cap situation at the Packers are because of him. Or not because of him, but you know, for paying him because they kept pushing off, kept pushing off. So, a lot of that's due like the next three years. Like, whether he's here or not, there's going to be uh, some chunks of cap space. 
that it, that they have to be a lot better at their bills than I am at mine. Right. <laughs> you know, that's sort of the, the on Gutekunst and Russ Ball and all those guys to figure out the, the salary yeah. cap. But, you know, one guy I think about from time to time is, is Donald Driver in – I think he could have played another, you know, one or two seasons and, you know, gone and been mediocre with the the Falcons or, you know, some random team. But the fact that he decided, no, I want my legacy to be all with one team, all with the Packers, you know, I think that speaks a little something extra to the fan base. And I think we're going to say that about, you know, Mason Crosby, you know, when his, his time is up here. But those guys that I was, I was only a Packer, you know, yeah, guys like, Greg Jennings, he he left, and you know his legacy definitely took a hit here in yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. You know some some other guys like that that you know moved on. You know Jordy Nelson, a little bit. Um, he, like Mark, Mark Tauscher, sure. I think he only played for the Packers, I believe. But some of those guys that have only ever worn the green and gold, I think you think of just a little bit more fondly, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, I think that what if. If you're like a fan favorite, like Donald Driver, like when mm-hmm. he's in Green Bay, anywhere he's at, he's like he's a god. Like he's Wisconsin god. Like he's, and I think that's what Aaron Rodgers will be when because sure. like people like it's fresh in their heads. A lot of people are mad at him because like you know he should have won this or he should have that. You know how football fans are. But I think after they're removed, people really appreciate like what they did. Like you know, so I, I think that Rodgers will be treated the same way with Donald Driver. I think he'll. A lot of them, like Mason Crosby, like Packer fans are, like they when they love you, like they're they're all in on that love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I hope it sort of like you said in the press conference doesn't drag out, and we're kind of able to either build off of it or move on. You know, kind of yeah, I, I, I fork in the road, take away, and then and then go full steam ahead into the off season because there's some work to do. I still think that they, you know, they could easily be a playoff team next year or things could bottom out. I don't, I just don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, I, I think Christian Watson mm-hmm. is going to be the best wide receiver in the league. I don't know wow. when it will happen, but I think it'll happen. And, and that's tough to say, cause like there's a lot of really good wide receivers in the league, but I think for sure he'll be top three. I think in the next like three years, sure. He, he's so good that like, he's shown like he's like special because there, there's wide receivers who are good, but like some of them just have like it where he just looks like when he runs, it looks like he's just kind of jogging, and everyone else's legs are just kicking and turning like they're trying to catch up. So I, I think that no matter who's throwing on the ball, because I I do believe that if if it was Jordan Love, if Aaron Rodgers retired, I think the Packers could be pretty good with Jordan Love. I think mm-hmm. that Matt Lafleur's offense is meant for a wide receiver or for a quarterback who's going to run the offense when you have a hall of fame quarterback probably right change some stuff like this what i've been doing for 100 years and then they kind of try to incorporate it but if it's jordan love like, hey, this is the offense we're going to run and um i think if they stuck to it they'd be pretty good i mean obviously like aaron jones like uh christian watts like all those guys around him would you know be, be really really helpful but i think any quarterback their first year you can't really expect them to be like you know really really great it happens sometimes but i don't expect if jordan love comes in he's just going to be like yeah there's you know, Aaron Rodgers 2.0, there you go. I, I sure. think it, there's going to be some stuff because just like Justin Fields, I mean, I don't like the Bears, but I think he's going to be good. Sure. Um, but, like, he's obviously he, – these guys have – it's tough to just start playing quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Well, the playoffs are uh, are coming up, and uh, Packers won't be in it, but uh, who are you, you kind of pulling for? Is it uh, just anybody but the Vikings that you hope uh, win it? 
is everybody except the Vikings. Every week, I, I work with a Viking fan, and he does this, that skull chant at work. Sure. And I throw cheese at him. But good. He, uh, I asked him today, I was like, hey, so you know how the Vikings, you know, I try to act all serious. And then and I was like, who do they play? He's like, the Giants. Well, I guess I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, think, I don't think the, Giants or the, the Vikings are really spectacular, but mm-hmm. when they play at their best, you know, they're pretty good. But I'm not impressed with, like, being down 33 to, like, a 4-5 win team. Right. Then coming all the way back, everyone. It, it's impressive that they stayed with it. And they didn't crumble and they kept fighting. But I don't give Vikings credit for anything. Sure. So, yeah. I don't believe yeah. in it. <laughs> Justin Jefferson is terrifying, but uh, yeah. the rest of the team. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that going into playoffs, I don't know if it's going to be the Giants because I'm not really impressed with them. But I think somebody's going to punch him in the face. Not sure. Justin Jefferson, but the Vikings. <laughs> Ultimately, I think this is a feels like a Buffalo Bills team of destiny kind of year. Oh to yeah, me. I, I I totally agree. And I said it before the year though that the Bills. I always think like, like look at Aaron Rodgers started first 2008, 2010 season. They went they went to Super Bowl and won it. Like a lot of these quarterbacks, like Patrick Mahomes, the same thing. He started a little bit, went to Super Bowl and won it. Uh, I feel like Josh Allen. It's his time. And then with with what happened, sure. I think that's a, such an emotional charged thing that i mean they were already a good team but i feel like they're playing like for him like they they want to do it for him so uh i think that they're going to be i would not want to play the bills in the play. No, <laughs> they are not. nasty right um so as as the packers head into the off season um you know content always gets probably a little bit more difficult you don't have the the games to react to and prepare for so what what is the off season like for for you as a as a content guy, and it, it, what are you kind of looking forward to most about you know the months between here and you know when we get back to training camp in July? Like I, I used to like not do a bunch in the off season until I linked up with a quick trip, and I was like, <laughs> oh, now I have to like <laughs> year round right exactly do this. So I mean, because I did, but it would be like off and on. It wouldn't be like so. But then, but 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 now. Like for the podcast wise, I'll like DM players like a couple weeks after the season ends or like the playoffs, maybe even after the Super Bowl, and um, just hit some of them like, "Hey, would you like to come on a podcast?" Like if sure. you're bored, and then some will say, "Yeah," and I I, I want to try to reach out to former players, even ones that like people don't really remember that much anymore, and then because I, I think that all the players, like especially the old timers, I think that they have good stories. Like doesn't Absolutely. matter how big of a part it doesn't have to be Donald Driver. I think. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I want to go around green Bay and do like a tour of green Bay. I was going to do it during the season, but it was just tough. But I think in the off season, it'd be good content where I, uh, go around green Bay and kind of tour. Like I go to Kroll's I'm like this yeah. is Kroll's and that, not really doing reviews more of just like showing people who've never been to green Bay. And then like, you know, you can just go to Curly Lambeau's house. Well, they not in it, but you know, right. like there's, there's like a map of all like the cool stuff around green bay and then just stuff that is not on that map that i know about from growing mm-hmm. up there and um just kind of make videos about in and around green bay and like showing off just w- what they got over there plus you're working on your merch line too right oh yeah yeah i, I did it started merch just just uh launched it yesterday I'm, I'm pretty excited about it so far it's like the alcoholic merch because like i looked at it i'm like most of the stuff is just drinking related like, i got <laughs> one that says buzzed up i got one that says uh I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little buzzed up because when I do podcasts, sometimes when I've had a, you know, one sure. or two spotted cows, I just for some reason say that I don't even try to. But um, 
yeah I, i'm pretty excited about it i linked up with someone we're gonna have all types of cool stuff um you know some kind of packer related stuff all all types of like just stuff that i would wear <laughs> right that's why i'm doing it i like i want to wear cool stuff <laughs> <laughs> and if some people else want to buy it too then so be it so yeah. cool well matt ramage you can find him on twitter instagram facebook tiktok youtube merch anywhere i don't dance I, I don't dance on tiktok so people no, ask don't. me because like people at my work find it uh-huh. and they're like and i don't make a ton of tiktoks anymore i have to get back and do a bit better at that but they'll be like what do you mean you're on tiktok do you dance I'm like no i don't dance. right there's good stuff on there there is <laughs> a lot more than just dancing yeah but, uh, I, th- I think that's like an old thing it, it it's moved on you know they're like they're they're talking football on it exactly <laughs> Cool. Well, Matt Ramage, we, we appreciate your time here on the Quick Cast. Uh, we'll be following you uh, in the off season here as we gear up for whatever's coming next with, with the Packers. But uh, as always, you've got good stuff, and we appreciate your time here on the Quick Cast. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, and there will be plenty of to talk about this off season. Absolutely. So, sounds good, Matt, and uh, enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Quick Cast. Hey, we'll see you next time.